from the Beasley Broadcast Building, serving the most beautiful people in the South. You, the resident of Tampa Bay, Florida, it's Tampa Bay's morning crew. Here we go. It's a good day to have a great day. It's JR and Kevin holding it down because you know how it goes. Right. We're back in town. We've been in town. <laughs> we've never left, that. actually. Actually, never left. Uh, but the boys are running it because uh, Lana, like we've been telling you for the last, I don't know, week and a half, she is on uh, spring break. So I got yes. a text from her last night of her and her friends having a good time. And of course, uh, of course I was already asleep. And it said, are you awake? And I said, no, it's nine o'clock. Uh, yeah. I was asleep, so I saw it this morning. But anyway, uh, she's having fun with her friends from down from Minnesota. Yeah, man. And uh, hopefully she'll be back either Wednesday or Thursday. I'm not quite sure. We've gotten mixed reports from her. I thought it was tomorrow, but then you told me Thursday. What and then she it? said something yeah. yesterday that she'd be back tomorrow, but she's yeah. not 100% sure. So I'm like, either way, I, I can't I can't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> I I need structure. I need planning. I, I, she flies by the seat of her pants. It's all good. It works for her. <laughs> and that's probably why there's Lana drama every week, which yeah. is why we had that segment on our show, because uh, she just has a good time. But uh, we're glad that she gets to hang out with her friends for the week. Um, all right. So yesterday, we obviously announced this. Hey, it's Sam Hunt. We'll have a house. Sam Hunt coming to town. This right. is exciting. September 7th at the Amphitheater. He's going to be here with Brett Young and Lily Rose. Uh, very excited to see that show. Very excited to get you into that show. We are playing a game called On the Hunt. On the Hunt. I'm going to describe a very famous place here in the Tampa Bay area. And then you got to tell me what place I'm talking about. Like yesterday was Amelie Arena. So some of my clues were... You will always feel blue at this place. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you, before you go in, you can party in the alleyway, Thunder Alley. Alley yes. If you don't like crowds, don't go to this place. That type of thing. I like it. Um, you don't have, you can, you don't have to take your dishes because there's plenty of cups there. Stanley Cups, obviously. It's perfect. Um, so a lot of context clues going on there. So you want to listen to that coming up at 820. We'll give you away those, uh, Sam Hunt. Brett Young and Lily Rose tickets again September 7th at the Amphitheater. It'll be awesome. Uh, we will have your $50 gift card to Metro Diner, which is absolutely delicious. That is with your secret celebrity at 620. At 635, an insane story. Um, you know what? Actually, I got something. I got I, I got irrational fears at 635. Uh, right. there, is, there is a waitress that is afraid of something that is very common in a restaurant. So okay. it's interesting to me that she does this job. And then I want to ask you about your irrational fears. Kevin, I'll ask you, and also I want to ask the QYK family if they have fears where people are like, "What? You're afraid of that? What? Huh? What, why would you be afraid of that?" That's that's the kind of thing. And mm-hmm. not that your fears aren't valid, but things that people give you a little bit of grief about. About why would you be afraid of that? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's coming up at six thirty-five. Let's get the day going. We got a brand new seven fifteen second date update for you. But of course, your cruise news. He's coming up in two songs on 995QYK. Here's Morgan Wallen. Thought you should know. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who knows that? Well, this has happened a few times. It's going to happen again tonight. The Howard Franklin Bridge is going to close between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. This time, it is the northbound lanes of the Howard Franklin. So going from St. Pete into Tampa will be closed for those six hours starting tonight. This is due to they will need to uh, have crews install two overhead sign structures. Every time they closed it, that is what they've been doing. 
Obviously, ways around it. You got the Gandy Bridge, you got the Courtney Campbell Causeway. You also have Tampa Road that turns into Hillsboro. Those are three ways around it. Um, but give yourself an extra 20 minutes if you're going northbound from St. Pete into Tampa this evening. So just know that is happening. Leonard Skinnerd uh, still performing at the Strawberry Festival this coming Sunday. We weren't uh, sure about that as their last original band member, uh, Gary Rossington, passed away over the weekend. But they did say they will still be performing at the Strawberry Festival on Sunday. So there you go. ABC Action News meteorologist Greg D says there are some areas of fog this morning, uh, but sunshine this afternoon, upper 70s, near 80 at the beaches and east of I-75 near, let me tell you, 90 degrees. That's what Greg says. So uh, March 7th and we're... uh, (laughs) 90 degrees we're getting up there so uh there you go uh stay safe out there drink lots of water that's your cruise news thank you very much kevin coming back we're gonna play secret celebrity hang on all right we're playing secret celebrity right now for a 50 dollar gift card to metro diner which is absolutely delicious if you can tell us who this secret celebrity is the atmosphere there is being outside to me that's big time in the summer i you know i love being outside as much as i can so the grass brings something to the to it i don't know something about the grass on the hill and there's so many great amphitheaters with so many great artists that come through that it's familiar for the folks who come out too because they've also they're going to go see a lot of times one or two or three concerts at that that same venue that summer well i like the fact that he enjoys amphitheaters because we are going to see him at an amphitheater and we announced him yesterday yeah, and it's going to be a huge... He's going to make it his own house party. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a good time, and uh, you do not have to be 23 to go. Yeah, and you know what he does during shows? He takes his time. He does. And he, really connects with the fans. <laughs> he does, and yeah. uh, especially if you have a body like a back road. Yeah, but don't... <laughs> uh, listen, at the end of the night, don't wind up in a cop car. You don't want that. Nope, not at all. Uh, so that's why you got to be careful when you're wishful drinking out there. Yeah, absolutely. All uh, right, who could it be? 800-992-10... That was pretty smooth, actually. Yeah, I actually like that. It was our best one. 800-992-1099. 800-992-1099. Who's our secret celebrity? <laughs> all right, Mary's in Tampa right now playing secret celebrity with us. Mary, who is our secret celebrity? The atmosphere there is being outside. To me, that's big time in the summer. I, you know, I love being outside as much as I can. So the grass brings something to the to it. I don't know something about the grass on the hill. And there's so many great amphitheaters with so many great artists that come through that it's familiar for the folks who come out too because they've also they're going to go see a lot of times one or two or three concerts at that that same venue that summer. Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. That's right. Talking about loving playing amphitheaters, which is great because he's going to be here September 7th with Brett Young and Lily Rose. Hey, for knowing that, you got a $50 gift card to Metro Diner. Oh, that's wonderful. I've gone there and had an omelet, and it was so good. All right. Well, have another omelet and have one for me, too. Okay? You got 50 bucks. Thank you so much. You got it. Hang on for me. All right. A very... I guess irrational fear by a waitress and an interesting career to choose. If you are scared of this, I'm going to tell you about it next. You'll hear from her, and then I want to hear what your irrational fears are. It's after Bailey Zimmerman rocking a hard place on QYK. <laughs> Bailey Zimmerman rocking a hard place. Tampa Bay's morning crew, 995 QYK, JR, and Kevin holding it down today. Irrational fears. Let's talk about it. I mean, there's a lot of phobias out there. And let me just say this before we get started. If you have a fear of something... We are not making light of it. But, you know, some people in your life might say, why, how could you possibly be scared of that? Well, a waitress in the U.K. by the name of Charlie Everett 
talked about a phobia that she has, which is very interesting because she is a waitress. It's quite unusual for me to be near a lot of ketchup bottles. Um, like, if I, I just feel really, it almost feels like they they want to come and eat me and they want to hurt me. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to be near it. I just want it away. If these ketchup bottles were open, I would not be in this room. I would be sprinting down that road. The smell is suffocating. Oh, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she almost throws up just smelling it. Ketchup. Uh, that's one thing not to like ketchup. Like I, I don't like mayo, but for the actual yeah. ketchup bottle, you know, because think about that. One of her tables goes, "Can I get a little ketchup for my fries or my yeah. burger or whatever?" What does she do? Have someone else run it out? The busboy, mm-hmm. I guess, to run yeah. it out. Um, I, I thought that was interesting. very interesting to have a fear of ketchup, and she was afraid of the ketchup bottles. Would eat her, is what she said, as a matter of fact. Would eat her, yes. Okay, so for me, living in Florida, not growing up in Florida, I think my fear that everybody gives me a grief about is alligators. I'm afraid of Mm -hmm. alligators. Now, I'm in the water a lot, but not a whole lot of lakes. They're in every body of water. So that's what they say. Pretend they're in every body of water that's Assume fresh that, water. Yeah? Assume that in the, in the state of Florida. They, yeah. There's something in there. Well, I do assume that very heavily. <laughs> yeah. People are like, no, they're not going to bother you. And then what do you hear? They're more scared of, of you than you are them. And I can correct. say that that's not correct. I'm way more scared of them than they are me. I can almost yeah. guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fear of mine that I, I really can't get over. And I remember water skiing in a lake in Orlando and people were like, oh no, you know, they, they're scared of the boat and, you know, one time we saw a tail come up and slap the water, but that was about it. And I'm like, okay, well, at that point, I'd sell my boat and that'd be done. Yeah. Because if I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any irrational fears that people give you grief about and say, yeah, you shouldn't be scared of that? Uh, I, I, I don't like snakes, but okay, it's that's kind of common. strange. So like, we'll go to Lowry Park or Bush Gardens and they have like, you know, the snake area which they're obviously in Cages in cages and or in you know like a fish tank or whatever it is, I don't want to put myself in that situation. So like the family will go, hey, let's go over there. I'll be like, have fun. I'll be waiting for you out here. I don't even want to be put in that position. And they're all like, why? They can't. And I'm like, hey, I just don't want to. Yeah. Like I just, it's something about it. I don't I, like snakes either. Um, and and like you said, going to a to an amusement park or wherever or a display where they have them. I don't want to be around it either, but I also, in Florida, people who are collect snakes or sell snakes mm-hmm. or whatever, I like to know who my neighbors are, too, because yes. there was a time where, you know, there, not too long ago, I don't know, it was five, six, seven years ago, where that guy lost the cobra, and no one could find the oh, cobra yeah, for that's a while. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello? That, I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm moving at that point. I mean, that's yeah. I get real scared of that. All right, so I want to know, what's that irrational fear that people are like, oh, why are you scared of that? Now, ketchup is pretty extreme. Can you get to that? 800-992-1099. 800-992-1099. Hit us up. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Lainey Wilson, Heart Like a Truck. 995QYK. All right, so Kevin said snakes is his kind of irrational fear, even if they are in a cage at Bush Gardens. Just does not want to go down that road, see them at all. No. Okay, I said any body of water I'm a little bit afraid of. 
except kind of the ocean, which we can get into that whole thing about sharks. But body of water, fresh water with alligators. And that's kind of a bad thing. If you live in Florida, that's kind of my irrational fear of that happening. Um, want to talk about your irrational fears that people maybe gave you grief about because a waitress in the UK uh, talked about her rational fear. We'll get to that in a second. All right, Neil, what is your irrational fear that people give you grief about? So the most irrational fear, right, is swimming at night in a pool. Swimming at night in a pool. Where you think sharks are going to take you. <laughs> oh, mm, okay. So just, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What about, like, diving underwater, too, at night? It is, it is horrible. If I'm alone at night in a pool, there's not a chance I'm getting in. But even with another person, I'm, like, just looking at them, waiting for them to get taken under. It's just horrible. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I think I have felt that way before. So especially when you swim underwater and you see, like, the underwater light in the pool. That's the kind of freaky thing, right. too. Yeah, like I just wait for the shadow to cross the light. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right, Neil, thanks for calling, man. Stay safe. Yeah, <laughs> See you, bud. You are, yeah. Destiny, thanks so much for hanging on for me. All right, what's that irrational fear that people give you grief about? I'm terrified of butterflies. Butterflies? butterflies. Yeah, not even kidding. Is there a reason for this? Did one fly in your eye, your hair? I, I mean, I was young, and I just, they're just so sporadic and random. I don't want you touching me. Okay. What about, you like, know? a bee or and, something like that? Are those two? You know, I mean, I don't know. Anything that flies, really. I mean, I own chickens, and I'm okay with that, but a butterfly in my backyard, I freak out. I oh. can't even do it. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling. You have a great day. Right. Well, the butterflies one caught me off guard, but the pool one, 100%, I can relate to that. Especially, you know how you have those pool covers that are like electric covers that come yeah. over? Yes. I've always had a fear of someone covering the pool when I was underwater. Ooh, that'd be awful. Which, obviously, uh, someone would have to be doing that on purpose because yes. you're not underwater for whatever time it is to, uh, to cover a pool. But is it as bad as Charlie Everett that got us talking about this, who is a waitress in the UK? If you miss it, here's what she's afraid of. It's quite unusual for me to be near a lot of ketchup bottles. Um, like, if I, I just feel really... It almost feels like they're, they want to come and eat me, and they want to hurt me. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to be near it. I just want it away. If these ketchup bottles were open, I would not be in this room. I would be sprinting down that road. The smell is suffocating. Oh, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> those man-eating oh, man. ketchup bottles. you got to be careful for those. I appreciate the calls. 99.5 QIK coming up. Your car line fun fact. Here's Cody Johnson till you can. Well, it's a car line. Car line. Fun fact. Fun fact. Well, just a few minutes ago, we were talking about irrational fears, uh, and Destiny called in, and she is, she has a weird fear of butterflies. She doesn't like to see them in her backyard. So I figured today's fun fact will be um, about a little bit about butterflies. Oh, we know man. they go. We know they're <laughs> they're caterpillars. They turn into beautiful butterflies, cocoons. That's right. But did you know there in the world there's almost twenty thousand species of butterfly. In the United States, there's only 575 species. Destiny, I'm sorry that he's doing this. Yes, I'm very sorry. Uh, Butterflies use their feet to taste things. So there you go. Oh, my God. And the last one is butterflies, they only live about three to four weeks when they become butterflies. Within a month. That's it. That's their lifespan. That's a silver lining for Destiny right there. Just got to dodge them for three to four weeks. Um, Today is National Cereal Day. Oh, So here we go. The most popular cereals in the United States. Could you name number one? 
Uh, I'm going to go with just Cheerios. You are correct. Okay. Uh, 139.1 million boxes sold last year. Uh, number two is Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Number three is... Frosted Mini Wheats. Frosted Flakes. Oh, okay, yeah. Number four is Honey Bunches of Oats. And number five is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, I'm in on that. So there you go. What is your favorite cereal? When I ate cereal, either Cinnamon Toast Crunch or uh, Captain Crunch. Ooh, Captain Crunch. That was a a staple at the Joust household. Captain Crunch. uh, They are number... Captain Crunch is Crunch Berries, number 17 on this list. They ruined it, not Crunch Berries. (laughs) Just the the OG ones, what I need. Yeah, Frosted Flakes was my jam. I don't do cereal anymore, but my kids uh, love the Lucky Charms and that. That's number six. Sure, that's a favorite of many households in the Tampa Bay area, uh, including Cheerios. But that is your, uh, hang on, that is your car line fun fact. I love that that is the, there's a national day for that. National Cereal, cereal day. day. For a lot of people, every day is Cereal Day. That is correct. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we got a brand new 715 second date update for you after Tyler Hubbard, five foot nine on QYK. It's Tampa Bay's morning crew. Oh. Seven fifteen second date update. All right, we're trying to help out Joseph this morning on the seven fifteen second date update. Joseph, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, you know how this works, man. We want to hear about this girl, Lisa. Tell us what we need to know. Yeah, man. I haven't heard from her, and and uh, yeah, we went to the Cheesecake Factory. Nice. We we yeah we we had some appetizers and drinks. I mean, we sat at the bar. We probably were there for like you know a couple hours. I mean, it was really awesome because. She's what she said she was, you know, like a lot of times when I meet people online, they, you know, they're not what they appear to be when you meet them or, you know, something's up, but she was, you know, smart and beautiful. I, I totally dug her and, and, uh, it was, she was everything she said. So, you know, we, like I said, we talked for a while, probably a couple hours. And so I texted her, I reached out to her on Instagram. I got, you know, I'm not getting anything back from her. And I'm kind of, you know, when we left, we said we were going to meet up again. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm at a loss and I'm hoping you can help me out. You both said you guys were going to meet up again, or you kind of threw that out there? Well, I, I mean, she was really receptive to it, and I think it was really positive. Like, I, I didn't, I mean, I don't know. Even if I did throw it out there, it's like, there was, you know, she was definitely interested okay. in meeting again. Like, I could just tell. It's just like, it was totally, everything clicked. It was great, you know? And you guys are there for two hours, which is a pretty yeah. long date, but a good sign if you're having a good time. Right. Those conversations, right. were they, I mean, what did you gather from those? Everything was seemed really great. Like, um, I mean, we just talked about life and you know our lives growing up and stuff like that. So it's, I mean, and you know, I mean, it it seemed really good though. It was like there was nothing bad. Like we were pretty locked in the whole time. You know. All right. Very nice. And there's no topics you can think of that might have come up that could have been offensive or scared her off, anything like that. No, not at all. Okay. I don't think she would have been afraid to say it. You know? All right. All right. Well, let's do this, Joseph. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to try to call Lisa for you, okay? I appreciate that. All right, buddy. Hang on. Well, Joseph is confident in his date. They went to Cheesecake Factory. Great spot. Um, <laughs> and your favorite that. is? Avocado egg rolls. Yeah, uh, you love uh, it. Unbelievable. Uh, but listen, <laughs> they had a two-hour date, which is a good sign. That sounds great. They sat at the bar. So it's like they're yeah. hanging out, talking, and now he's kind of confused because they did talk about going on another date. Now, nothing, so we need to get a hold of her so we can find out for him. And you did get a hold of her, right? I did. Okay, we got her on hold. Let's bring her back on right now. Uh, Lisa, you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, Lisa. 
Thank you for agreeing to talk to us on the air. I do really appreciate that. Um, and the reason we wanted to talk to you was we heard that you went on a, a date with this guy, Joseph. You guys met online. You guys went to the Cheesecake Factory. He said the date was like two hours. You guys even talked about hanging out again. Um, I guess since that date, he has reached out via text or phone call or whatever. Also reached out on Instagram. Hasn't heard anything from you and just is uh, super confused. So we're trying to help him out. And any info you can give us of, you know, what happened or why you're not getting back to him, we'd love some. Yeah. So we did go to the Cheesecake Factory. The date was great. Afterwards, I was definitely interested in going on another one, and I expressed that to him. Um, Yeah, it was great. But then, like, he embarrassed me. Ooh. On the date? No, like, the date was great. I was willing to go on another one afterwards. He embarrassed me on social media, like, on my Instagram. Uh, okay. Can we hear how? So, like, I posted some pictures, and a friend of mine commented under it, and he basically just said that, like, I looked pretty. He left a little heart. You know, friendship, love. And he, like, took to the comments and was like, she's taken, like, a back off. You know, like standoffish type of vibes under the comments and I'm like not understanding that's my friend we went on one date just one and he's acting like I'm his girlfriend it's just a little too much for me okay so wait you're one of your friends commented on a picture of you and said you're pretty and left a heart and then he responded to that comment yeah he said she's taken back off wow wow okay <laughs> okay is that I want to see this is that comment still there um, no, I took it down because oh. it was embarrassing to me. Like, it's just, it's all moving too fast. I'm getting, like, a very possessive vibe after one date, and I'm just not sure that that's, that's a vibe for me. Did your friend say anything to you about that? Um, he texted me and basically asked, like, who this person was, what was happening. He was very confused about it. Yeah. And you've never dated this friend? It really is a friend? No, it's really a friend, a genuine friend. Okay. Well, that would be a little bit possessive, I think. I, I would agree with that. It's it's creepy a little bit. Yeah. It's unnecessary. All right, so I can see how you'd be embarrassed by that. Lisa, um, we actually have Joseph on the phone. I want to bring him back on because I just really want to understand where he was coming from on this. And, yeah, it does sound like a little bit too much too soon. Give me one second here. Joseph, you there? Yeah, I, I heard that. I mean, I don't – it's just nothing creepy about it. I mean, it's not possessive. I was just showing interest. Like, you know, I don't know who that guy is. I mean, I, I don't know if you're dating around – and the dude left a comment like, hey, beautiful, with a heart, or you look beautiful with a heart. I mean, we all know what that means. I mean, that, you know, what does that mean? That looks pretty, like, pretty romantic, you know? I mean, I don't know. No, it was friendly. Like, he just said I looked good in the pictures. He knows all my friends. We're all friends. It was just a cordial thing. And it was just, you, you came off too strong. Like, I, I agreed to go on another date with you. Everything was fine. So you could have asked me separately, just commenting was just too far yeah but he only mentioned your name lisa and i and like and with the heart and the beautiful and i mean i mean i'm just showing i care and you know that i that i'm interested in you you know it's like and i and you're not like appreciating him see like the first red flag was just the possessiveness and now the second one is like this manipulation that you have going on um it was a friend he's my friend that's it we could have spoke about it separately 
Yeah, I mean, Joseph, regardless, friend or not, I mean, I feel like this is a little bit too soon and maybe not your place to say anything at all. I mean, you've only been on one date with her. But I don't know this guy, and I don't know her scenario. So I just, you know, I just didn't know. Well, instead of working it out on social media, when you go on that next date that she said that she would have gone out with you again, like, just talk to her about that. Talk to her about it then, or don't say anything about it. I mean, win her over. But I'm showing that I care. I don't know who it is. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Lisa, do you in any way does that show that he cares or does that creep you out? No, it's it's scary. It's scary. Okay. Scary. Um, so I think you trying to show her that you cared really kind of backfired on you, man, yeah. because that did come off a little strong. And I have to say that I I do kind of agree with her on that. Let's, I mean, I don't know. I, this probably isn't worth fighting for. It's like just not worth it. Well, we're gonna find out right now, Lisa. <laughs> I mean, would you be willing to go on another date, or have you uh, said uh, no? I'm good. Um, no, I think I'll pass. Okay. All right. Now you know what's going on, Joseph, and uh, maybe don't come on so strong so soon. You see how she interpreted it. Do you, man? But um, it's just not going to work out between you and Lisa. Yeah, I I totally get it now. Not worth it. All right. All right. Thanks for coming on, Lisa. Thanks for your time. You guys have a great day. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. I mean, first of all, Lisa sounded very timid. She did, yes. So I could see how she would get freaked real quick just yeah. by her voice, I'm yes. just saying. Yeah. And, you know, Joseph did seem a little bit more like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, that was... Uh, that's bizarre. That was a little weird. Like, that's a lot. I would. You haven't I would, even been on a second date with the person. I would have, if anything, if I cared at all about that and I've been on one date, I might text her on the side like, hey, who's that, this guy? Is this someone that you're yeah. dating to or whatever? If I was really worried about and that's it. That's fine. That's fine. because you're. But what he did is not fine. Not being public like that. All right. It's time to ask you, QIK family, deal breaker, a little scary, or was he just doing his due diligence? We want to know. 800-992-1099. 800-992-1099. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. All right, before we get into our calls for the 715 second date update, quick traffic update for you. What do you got, Pat? Big mess now on Pinellas County Interstate. Southbound 275 at Fifth Avenue North. An accident blocking two lanes has got you backed up, almost back to 54th Avenue North. Keeping you updated. I'm Pat George. All right, thank you, Pat. Well, the problem here on the 715 second date update is Joseph was a little bit, I guess, possessive because uh, Lisa went on a date with him. They actually agreed to go on another date with each other. Had a great time. Uh, but Joseph saw a comment from uh, one of Lisa's guy friends and said, hey, you're beautiful, left a heart emoji. And he commented on that and replied to that comment and said, hey, back off. She's taken or something like that. And uh, Lisa just saw that as very scary and a little bit possessive for sure. Getting your responses right now. I got Ginger on the phone. Ginger, what do you think? My thoughts are that I agree with her. That level of jealousy after one date, it's only going to get worse. That, mm-hmm. that was creepy. And the fact that at the end, he was like, it wasn't worth it. What he's really saying is you're not an easy victim, so I will move on. Yeah, it just was. Yeah. It, that's a weird thing to get jealous that quickly. But again, that's a huge red flag, as you're saying. Absolutely. All right, Ginger, have a good day. Thanks. I got Lauren on the phone. Lauren, what's up? 
Uh, I'm glad that she, like, picked up on that manipulation tactic he had going. That's, like, you know, big red flags. I'm really glad that she saw that and noticed that because... And he doesn't even... He's not even grasping. So, like, that's even... That's, like, the first step. Next thing you know, like, you can't have any friends at all. Yeah. Or Mel. Yeah, I do feel that way, too. I do feel like he flipped it, and it was very manipulative on his part, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. See ya. Hey, John, what are your thoughts? In all honesty, if you're if you're going to respond to a social media post that quick after one date, I mean, come on, man. Like, you land the first date, enjoy it, like, fill things out, see how things go, but just to ride off the rip, you know, respond like that, like she's taken or whatever, just let things chill, let things flow, <laughs> let things take their natural course. Right. Doing something like that, you're already like throwing a monkey wrench into whatever you're hoping to gain. One hundred percent. You know, just just be secure in the fact that you got the date. There's a possibility for a second one, and things may go somewhere. But to dive right into social media right off the rip, like that's a killer, man. In my opinion, I, I agree with you, and it showed some insecurity on uh, his part for sure. Yeah, and and the the way men are these days, there's way too many insecure men out there. Like just chill let things flow let things happen and and see where where the course takes you like don't don't worry about good looking women are going to have guy friends that's just the fact of life <laughs> yeah you I just gotta you. set yourself above them yeah all right man i appreciate you calling you have a good day hey you too brother all right see you yeah you know if he's already being possessive and already mm. being a little manipulative that's something that is not gonna it's, it's not gonna get better from that no it isn't or there's like like uh john saying it's like you know it's not the security of it he's not gonna get more secure if he's already starting that off yeah i mean one date you don't Come get the on. right to say any of that none no <laughs> i mean cause she because if we call it dating she could be dating multiple people and that she's not doing anything wrong after going on one Absolutely date with somebody not he had a chance to go on another date with her, too, because she had already agreed to that. I know it. Prove yourself there. Oh, come on, guys. Make us proud. Lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is out. We're so the boys just be holding it down I right know, now. And we're not doing well. We're but, not doing well. All, yeah, good. Well. All right. Very cool. If you missed it, it's going to be up on our Instagram and Facebook page a little bit later. Uh, Kevin, on a have you ever heard someone ex- use the term poor man's first class when it comes to uh, hmm. flying on a plane? I have. Okay. So usually this is like an exit row or maybe yes. um, like the first seat out of first class. You get a little, so there's nobody in front of you. You're close enough. Yeah, yeah there's there. nobody in front of you type right. of thing. And you yeah. kind of put your feet on the wall if you're yeah. that person or whatever. Well, uh, this guy on TikTok, and he's just a kid, has come up with a better poor man's first class and actually has sparked a debate about it. And I don't know if I like this idea or not, because uh, I think it it's obviously a little dishonest, but... Uh, is it a little genius, too? I don't know. Right. I'll let you decide. Coming up in six minutes, I'll tell you the story on 99.5 QYK. Here's Thomas Red, Riley Green, half of me. The expression, poor man's first class when it comes to flying on a plane. It's 99.5 QYK, Tampa Bay's morning crew. Uh, so a TikToker has gone viral, Kevin, for doing this. He said there's a hack that you can have so you can have a full row to yourself on a plane. That would be very nice. It always is nice. Okay. If it ever happens. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, this TikToker said, do this. Buy the whole row. Okay. Okay. But all non all fully refundable tickets. Okay, gotcha. And about 45 minutes before the flight, exchange those tickets. And you get fully refunded. And you get fully refunded, except for the one that you're going to keep for the stay. 
Right, now, and they're not going to resell those two that close to the airline, most likely. He says that. Now, people said, oh my gosh, this is genius. I got to try this. Now, that's a risk. Obviously, you're putting your money out there. 100%. For whatever, whatever reason. Now, the other side of that coin is, he said, there's no catch. They're just make sure the two additional tickets are fully refundable. Well, people came back and said, well, dude, that's why there's a standby list. There's a standby list on almost every flight. Correct. They're going to fill those seats. Uh, another one was uh, people said, you're going to mess this up for everybody else. They're not going to offer uh, fully refundable tickets if you keep this doing, or you're going to get banned from buying tickets. Because obviously, true. if you see Joe Smith or whatever, keep buying tickets mm-hmm. and refunding them constantly. They're going to catch on. That might catch on to yeah. that. Unless you have a very popular name like John Smith. <laughs> Um, and then someone said, hey, listen, this is oh, I, I fly standby a lot, and they're going to fill those seats every single time. So that was his hack, though, was to buy, like if you have three seats, buy all three, all refundable, fully refundable tickets, and then 45 minutes for the flight, refund those tickets and get a full refund. That's Which is interesting to me because I didn't know you could refund tickets that close to a flight. Yeah, I didn't They're fully either. refundable. I guess you can cancel anytime you want. Yeah, I guess so, but uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, you're right. There's a standby list for most flights. Like, what are we doing here? Like, but, but they're going to go, okay, well, we just two, had two open up. <laughs> I don't know how many times he's done this, but he has a viral video of him actually doing it, it and sitting there. It probably worked one time and right. he made a video out of it and he's like, here it is. And it probably hasn't worked since. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone also, someone also uh, joked, I bought all refundable tickets and had the whole airline to myself. That was one of the comments that someone put on there. It's like playing yourself. Flying private right there at that oh, point. Yeah. Uh, but hey, if you want to try it, I don't recommend it, but no. it worked for this kid apparently. But I just feel like I'm not going to put that much money out there to begin with and then have it go, oh, we're not refunding your tickets because we know what you're trying to do. Yep. I mean, you could say two of my friends canceled or something like that. Yeah, you could. I'm not trying to tell you how to break break the <laughs> rules or bend the rules, but uh, yeah, there always is kind of a standby list. I feel like, well, you know, the, the karma of this is going to come back somehow. Somehow. You're going to get somebody yeah. who's eating fish or something like that on the plane. That's <laughs> oh, going to be your punishment. Yeah, that's it. Someone who brings a bunch of food on that just oh, stinks. Yeah. Oh. Um, and if they see this kid's name, I feel like they're probably going to put that person next to him. Most likely. You know, we have someone that would be great to sit with next to <laughs> Alright, coming up at 820, we're going to play On the Hunt for Sam Hunt tickets. Brett Young going to be with him as well. And then at 810, we have your Music Minute. We're commercial free right now, though, with Cole Swindell. Alright, remember your tickets for Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt coming up for you at 820. Now, it's time for Tampa Bay's Morning Cruise Music Minute. On 99.5 QYK. Well, we know Miranda Amanda Lambert is a lover of all animals, and she has her Mutt Nation. Well, she has partnered up with Tractor Supply Company to help pets during natural disasters. Mutt Nation will be able to quickly provide the critical assistance needed to face emergency situations and natural disasters. That's in disaster situations with transportation, medical needs, food, and financial support after hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, and fires, as well as hoarding situations. So, uh, Miranda Lambert doing some good things, continuing to do good things with her Mutt Nation. Love that. Absolutely. Uh, Well, you heard JR just tell you we do have Sam Hunt tickets coming up at 820. Uh, He announced uh, that he will headline the Summer on the Outskirts Tour. Uh, That is with Brett Young and Lily Rose. Again, coming to the amphitheater on September the 7th. That is a Thursday night. Just plan plan accordingly. You do have to work on Friday or just take the next day off, which would be easier. Uh, Hardy also announced a tour. Now, we knew he was coming to Country Thunder. 
Uh, that's over in Kissimmee. That's on October the 21st. Uh, Keith Urban and Cody Johnson, the other two headliners on that. But he also announced that uh, he has two other Florida dates. Uh, on the 19th, he'll be in St. Augustine. And then on the 20th, he'll be in Estero, which is down near Fort Myers. Uh, so that's that for that. All right. And then uh, finally, actually, I have two more things. Um, actually, I'm not going to. Sorry. One more thing. Wait, you want to talk about how Sam Hunt's excited to play amphitheater? Yeah, I'm sorry. I skipped over No that. worries. The atmosphere there is being outside. To me, that's big time in the summer. I, you know, I love being outside as much as I can. So the grass brings something to the to it i don't know something about the grass on the hill <laughs> there's so many great amphitheaters with so many great artists that come through that it's familiar for the folks who come out too because they've also they're going to go see a lot of times one or two or three concerts at that that same venue that summer get this man some amphitheater with some grass he is jacked about he, it he loves the uh, grass <laughs> so uh, if you're up on in the lawn he's going to be looking for you trust me he may uh, be up there yeah know. that's absolutely and now finally oh Blake Shelton was at Emily Arena last Friday uh, right here in Tampa Bay. But he was recently asked to name his most impactful tour gift. This actually happened back in 2002 when he was performing at a fair. There's a few flowers and stuffed animals on, on the stage because we were playing a fair. And I, there was a paper bag, and so I just grabbed all that stuff. So I grabbed the bag, and I, and I opened it. And as soon as I opened it, an iguana... Oh. literally jumped out of the bag onto my shirt right here. Turns out at this particular fair, one of the prizes you could win was people, kids had iguanas, like just walking out with paper sacks with iguanas in them. And- what fair is that? And that would be, the show would be over if that happened to me. Oh my gosh. I love how a kid was like, I think, I think Blake Shelton is going to love this iguana. I'm going to surprise him with it in a paper bag. I don't want this as a prize, so you get it, Mr. Shelton. That's, I would be disgusted. <laughs> That's your music minute. I appreciate it. Coming back, we we're going to play On the Hunt for Sam Hunt tickets. Hang on. All right, Abby's in Newport Ritchie right now playing On the Hunt. All right, Abby, here's how the game works. I'm going to describe a very popular landmark to you that's in the Tampa Bay area. Like yesterday was Amelie Arena. And once I describe it to you, listen to those clues. You got to guess what it is. And if you do, you're going to Sam Hunt, okay? Okay, yes. All right, we're on the hunt. Here we go. The first one is, you do not want to take too long of a walk on me or you could get wet. I recently got a facelift. You will smell plenty of salt on me. I'm named after the town that could be considered holy. What am I? Or where am I? God, I don't even know. Um, Come on now, take a guess. The only thing I can think of is a St. Pete Pier. Well, the only thing you can think of is Craig! (laughs) I got it! The St. Pete Pier, way to go, you won! Thank you. Oh, my God. Way to go. The only thing I can think of is the right answer. (laughs) Way to go. You are going to Sam Hunt, Brett Young, and Lily Rose on September 7th at the Amp. You nailed it. Way to go. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. All right. Hang on for me, Abby. Okay. And that's how you play On the Hunt. I love it. St. Pete Pier. Be confident. Did you get all the clues? Does it oh, make sense to you? Absolutely. All right. Um, Take a long walk. I'm sure. Long, long walk. Yep. I had to go. I still have not gone there. Named after the city, which could be called Holy Saint. That's right. Petersburg Saint. <laughs> I like what you one. did there. We've broken it down. There yeah. we go. We got it. We've broken it down. All right. I'm going to give you a choice. What do you want to hear? You want to hear a Florida man story, uh, which is my worst nightmare? Okay. Or do you want to hear a story about a Tesla? Ooh. 
you know what? Florida man. All right, we'll do it. Two songs away on 995QYK. Here's Justin Moore. I'm just telling you, this is my worst nightmare. We were talking about irrational fears earlier. It's 995QYK. Uh, this happened in Daytona Beach. It's a Florida man story. Uh, this man heard a noise at his front door. Uh, he thought it was someone, maybe his son, knocking on the door. Uh, he opened it up, went outside, did not turn the light on, and an alligator grabbed his leg. Oh, no. It was an alligator making noises in front of his uh, front door. We're talking about his front door, so on his porch. Yep, he, the alligator was trying to get inside the house. Yeah, he went outside, didn't turn the light on. He says, uh, this is Scott Hollingsworth. I just got a step outside and something grabbed me on the leg, started shaking violently. Oh, my goodness. He was able to get away from it. He said, I think it was about six or seven feet long. I didn't get a good look at it. Uh, when I saw what it was, I stepped back into the house and closed the door. Uh, he said, I tried to put pressure on it as soon as possible. Well, it grabbed him like via the calf and uh, he was rushed, obviously, to get surgery. Now, you think to wow. yourself, okay, well, now i got to go back outside or at least go out the garage. Where is this thing now yeah. to get into? And you got to tell the ambulance people that are coming, hey, I uh, just want to let you know this is what happened. And it was on my front porch, so keep an eye out when you're trying to come get me or bring a stretcher into my house, right? Because this guy is, you know, I'm just thinking about yeah. all those things that happen when you when you call the uh, the EMT or the, the paramedic yeah. to come get you. Well, uh, fortunately, he said uh, there's no damage to his knee, uh, which what he was concerned about, and everything is going well. So he's going to be okay. But I just thought to myself, man, are you kidding me? You hear a noise out in front of your house, you step outside, and an alligator grabs you? I mean, we talked about irrational fears earlier, and I'm like, I'm scared to get into a lake. Well, I don't need to be more scared to come out of my house. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, can you, I mean, listen, Kevin, let's go back to the video that you have of driving through your neighborhood, whoever took the, there was a giant, there was a giant alligator going across the street in your neighborhood. Now, again, people are going to go, this is Florida. You got to know that. I get it. I understand. I wasn't born and raised here. Understood. That's something I got to learn and get used to. All good. Understand. Uh, But that is just nuts. And then it was captured. And uh, the guy who captured it, the trapper, the wildlife trapper said, it was actually closer to nine feet. Oh, boy. Nine-foot gator grabbing you? That's that's pretty tall. That reminds me, when I was a kid, one of my friend's dads, uh, there was a story. He was he parked his car in the gar- in the uh, driveway, mm-hmm. and when he pulled out, there was an alligator that had was underneath his car when he got in it, and it didn't do anything to him, Ugh. but it was there. They obviously had to call uh, you know, the, yeah. the, the authorities and come get it, but... That happened to a friend of mine's dad when I was a kid. I'm like, so anywhere in Florida, this can happen. Well, yeah, I mean, but especially if you're by a body learn, of water, for sure. But. Learn from Scott here. Make sure you turn on that, that front porch light. Look, yeah. look out the window first. Yeah, the peephole's <laughs> not going to do you any good at this point. None. Just if you have a window, somehow see or crack <sighs> it open, you know. Don't go, who's there? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, man, I could not even imagine opening the door. And first of all, seeing one. And then another part of it is not seeing one and just feeling something grab my leg. I mean, uh, that's a nightmare. That'd be awful. Well, at least he's okay. uh, That is the biggest thing. Scott Hollingsworth is okay, and he will not be stepping out on his front porch without a light on for sure. (laughs) Never. Uh, But that is a Florida man story for you right there. And thank God he's okay. The whole story is up on our Facebook page right now, I believe, Kevin? Uh, Yeah. We're going to put it up there. All right, 995QYK. Search that on Facebook. It's on our Instagram story as well. All right, we're coming back and going commercial-free. Hang on. 
Tampa Bay's morning crew, 99.5 QIK. It is JR and the ACMCMA winner, 25-year radio veteran, the pride of Jesuit High School. Go Tigers. USF grad. Go Bulls. His name is Kevin Ebel. He has what's trending in Tampa Bay. Speaking of the Bulls, uh, we have uh, some practice starting. Um, so, And there's some big decision on the on-campus stadium today. Um, so we'll get some new news. But... Uh, I don't want them playing at Raymond James Stadium anymore. I know that's Ooh. weird to say, but I've felt that way for a long time. You know, you want to play in a college stadium. You want to go on campus. Your own house. That's right. So they know where they're going to put it over on Fowler Avenue. Let's go. Come on. So we're going to get some, we're going to get some little bit of insight today about what's going on with that. Well, starting tonight at 11 p.m., the Howard Franklin Bridge northbound. So St. Pete into Tampa will be closed until 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. This is to uh, put up some signs uh so you overhead been, signs right they've been working on this every time they close it that is what they're working on so that's what they're doing but again northbound howard franklin bridge 11 p.m to 5 a.m tomorrow it will be closed so obviously courtney campbell causeway and the gandy bridge will be your alternates you also can take tampa road which leads you into hillsborough avenue um so you could do that but just know that those two things are happening. A uh, couple Strawberry Festival great concerts coming up. Leonard Skinnerd, uh, w- their last remaining original band member, passed away over the weekend. We did not know if they'd be performing this coming Sunday at Strawberry Festival. They are. Uh, so just know if you still have tickets for the Leonard Skinner concert on Sunday, they are still performing. So there you go. And also today, 3.30, if you love classic country, this is the show for you. This sounds great. It's the Roots and Boots Tour, Aaron Tippin, Colin Ray, and, oh, Sam- man. and Sammy Kershaw all <laughs> on stage. That is a party right there. I mean, I love 90s country, and those three had many hits in the 90s. So uh, enjoy yourself if you're going out there. That's at 3.30 this afternoon. So uh, enjoy the Strawberry Festival. And that's what's trending in Tampa Bay. This one's in the books. Yes, sir. Tampa Bay's morning crew, 995 QIK. We got Lana out on spring break. That's right. Her friends are visiting from Minnesota, so Mm -hmm. they go wild. Yes, they do. Lana, have your time. Go enjoy yourself, and we'll see you. So she's either back Wednesday or Thursday. She has given us both dates. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out when she shows up. All right? Yeah. And hopefully no tires have been popped. Or anything like that has happened, or any pipes have been busted at her house, because those happened in the last two weeks. Yep. So everything everything went well. But knowing Lana, we'll probably have some Lana drama when she gets back. Yep. That's for sure. All right, highlight of the show for you, sir. It you wasn't know, computer day today. And you know what? <sighs> computer day today for you has been awful. And guess whose chair you're sitting in? Lana's. Lana's. And technology no. usually goes wrong in that chair. So I'm going to blame it on Lana. <laughs> I've Easy. had multiple problems. I don't know what's going on. So my highlight today yes. was uh, we talked about this woman in the UK who's a server who has this weird uh, phobia phobia of ketchup bottles. Like they like are staring at her weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we talked about some weird phobias and we heard from Destiny and one of her strange ones is she is afraid of butterflies. That's right. Um, she doesn't like them. So uh, we just, you know, they're sporadic, unpredictable. They're very, they, I don't like it. There were caterpillars once. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we talked about that. But that was interesting hearing people's different uh, type of phobias and uh, what they're afraid of. Just little, you're like, what? Yeah. And then Neil had one too. Neil goes, I, I, I always have a fear that when you jump in a pool at night, there's a shark in there. And I said, I've yes. had that feeling a little bit too. But also mine was more. Um, I think I saw in a movie way back when I forget what movie it was, but so you know, those, like those 
Pool covers. Pool covers that come over. Someone like, once you jump in, somebody closed it up on somebody. It was like a horror film or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I I have a, a fear of that, stuck. too. Especially when you go down and you see that light on in a pool at night. Yeah, not happening. So <laughs> uh, Neil said, yeah, I'm just waiting for the shadow of a shark to go by yep. in a pool. People were like, what do you... And it was irrational fears what we were talking about. People that... Things that people give you grief about, and that was his. So I thought that was yep. a good one, too. All right, more Sam Hunt tickets. Brett Young, Sam Hunt, Lily Rose at the Amphitheater, September 7th. We have those coming up for you at 1220. It's a good day to have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, JR, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast of Tampa Bay's Morning Crew. And make sure you give us that five-star like, and we'll keep bringing you the good stuff from the show on 99.5 QIK. Tampa Bay's Morning Crew, 99.5 QIK.